are far worse things waiting man than death. You will be scared shitless. Did you hear the little recording in progress sound? I did, yeah. Excellent. Okay, so I won't be, be able to sneak up on you with the recording. <laughs> no. Um, so this is S. Michael, and uh, I would like to introduce, well, I would like for our new uh, potential co-host to introduce herself at this time. Hi, I'm Charlotte Spark. Um, thank you for having me. Charlotte Spark, um, I'm going to say something that I'm sure every other American says to you. I love your accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really do, though. So tell me about how your accent fits into the pantheon of accents uh, around like London and England and, and Britain and all that. I am up north and I am from where Bram Stoker wrote Dracula. Yes. Fun fact. So effing cool. All right. Yeah. Cursing. Can we curse on this show? Hell yeah. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah because cursing isn't my go-to but like when i hear something that's fucking cool I'm like that's so fucking cool yeah um, it just comes out um so you and i are doing something that i've never done on this show with another host and that is just to let it fly and talk about uh, our favorite horror video games mm-hmm. and i would like to start because i am easily twice your age <laughs> <laughs> And um, I would like to start with a Gru. A Gru is a creature of the night with slavering fangs, um, and nobody has ever seen it and lived to tell the tale. And that creature yeah. is from a game called Zork, which I believe was first released in 1979 or 80 uh, by Infocom Games. And it was a text adventure. It was just uh, pick up lamp, turn on lamp, find sword, or, uh, you know, pick up sword, uh, place sword in trophy case. The whole object of the game was to collect 20 treasures from the land of Zork and to survive. Um, And you had creatures trying to kill you, like trolls and uh, thief. Um, But the scariest one was the Gru, because... (laughs) What you didn't know was that if you didn't have a light source and you moved into a dark place, they, they would tell you, it is pitch black. You are likely oh. to be eaten by a Gru. And I got goosebumps every time. <laughs> <laughs> it is pitch black. You are likely to be eaten by a Gru. So that is my first memory of horror being used in a game. Yeah. Um, how about yourself? Um, my first experience was with horror was with the PlayStation 2. Um, with Silent Hill 2 was probably the first vivid memory of a horror game playing playing it and I still play it to this day that's how good it holds up and I know it's getting a remake this year which I'm super excited about but just the story and even when I was a kid it's so terrifying to me and still now when it's foggy outside I'm still waiting for those to pop up out of the fog and get me it's just such such a good game and it's um a good entry into horror and japanese horror because they they do it best they do japanese horror games they do it best. i'm not gonna argue with that um at least the ones with the graphics you know um i uh i remember playing silent hill and i don't remember playing the second one but that doesn't mean i didn't so yeah um, i'm assuming you went back and played the first one after you played the second one yeah and the 
the third one is a close like favorite okay. game. The third so can really... you can you refresh my memory just on the basic mechanics of the game? Like, is this the one where you take pictures of stuff or? Um, no, Silent Hill is kind of like um, you're you're the you're James. You're exploring Silent Hill. You're trying to find your wife. Yes. Um, and you go to different buildings. You meet different people. And it just unravels and unravels, and then does a whole three sixty and takes you somewhere else. Wow! Yeah, yeah, I I love Japanese storytelling because they like to do that. They like to just build and build and build and yeah. do that three sixty. Um, the Ring is oh. one is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Um, now, granted, I haven't watched the Japanese version. I know it's based on Ringu, you know, a, yeah. Jap a Japanese film. Um, but The Ring for me was a game changer, and not just for me. It made over 350 at the box office and blew everybody's wow. minds. Um, not since The Exorcist had a supernatural horror movie made that much of an impact on american society so you'll you'll get a you know probably yourself included you'll get a lot of people yeah. saying oh well you know watch, watch the japanese version it's better than the american version and i'm not going to argue that i just know, i'm that person yeah i, I, just <laughs> I am know, that person <laughs> i just know that i know that my aesthetic and when it comes yeah. to watching movies with subtitles it, it doesn't work for me as well as it does for a lot of others um, but i think the american version is probably one of those um that actually hold up like yeah. one of the remakes of international films is the the ring is probably one of the best ones out there of any genre yeah yeah uh, like i said it was a game changer um now we will have to when it comes to video games uh talk about video games that were based on movies yeah um now sadly um most of the video games based on movies that I've experienced have not been very good. No, um, but Friday the 13th, the game was fun. It was fun for a girl and a boy. It was fun for, <laughs> um, you know, if you got a bunch of friends together and you wanted to chase each other around as Jason and the counselors, that, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But I have not played the new um evil dead game which from what i understood is a very similar concept yeah and the texas chainsaw massacre one is the exact same concept yeah which is getting a bit boring i want a story based you know i yes. want to be in the cabin i want to be with the sawyer family i want to experience the story instead of it's fun to get your friends around but it does get a bit boring yeah, yeah, and everything peaks, so you know you have to do something to shake things up if you're going to continue with a similar formula. Yeah. Um, the first movie slash game that I can remember of as a horror property was Jaws. <laughs> I've been obsessed with Jaws since I was a tyke, and um, they all were terrible up until the Nintendo, the original 8-bit Nintendo, had a Jaws yeah. game that was very loosely based on Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. And it was kind of fun, you know, and it was fun until you could figure out that, oh, the shark can't eat me if I go to the very top of the water, which made <laughs> no sense whatsoever. <laughs> <coughs> I am um, the first kind of movie one was Alien. Um, oh, there was the yeah. Alien for Atari, and then there was the Alien, I think, on the second Mega Drive. And then obviously the new one, Alien Isolation, 
I think that's one of the uh, solid franchises that keeps pumping out some oh, good, yeah. good games. Um, on the PS1, it was actually the first game that I bought um, mm. was Alien Trilogy. And what? it was so good. Like, I, I still would go back and play that game if I had it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I played the bejesus out of that game. <laughs> There's just something universally appealing about creatures bursting out of chests, you know, and chasing you around like spiders. Yeah. It's so spooky, but in the best way. And I like the, they released a game on the Xbox 360 where you could actually be the alien um, and that was awesome, just oh, wow. chasing these <laughs> like people, mercenaries around. And then you could also be Predator, which was awesome as well. That sounds like a blast. Um, now, there was a Jaws game on the Xbox, the original Xbox and the Xbox 360 where you could play the shark. Wow. Um, and I loved it, but it's just hokey fun, you know? It's not meant to yeah. have a story or anything. You're just going around eating people, you know? It's the best kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, maybe have a couple of drinks, sit back and eat a bunch of tourists, you know, for the evening. It's a good I'm, way I'm to gonna, spend your evening. Yeah, so I'm going to be Bruce for a while. <laughs> so is that your favorite game that is Silent Hill 2? Um, no. Um, my favorite horror game is probably Resident Evil 4 specifically, Ooh. which is um, also another one that I vividly remember growing up playing. And I'm repping Leon Kennedy much because he was probably the first person I had a crush on growing up. <laughs> he was he was hey. everything you wanted. Um, but Resident Evil 4 is just a classic. Um, I know it's controversial because the second one does known as the best one but to me number four was it was part of my childhood so you know i don't feel so bad for crushing on daphne from scooby-doo so. oh no leon kennedy i'm not afraid to admit that <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're a couple of sick little monkeys but that's all right i do remember <laughs> i remember resident evil 4 and i remember loving all of the combinations that you could do with the various things that you would pick up yeah Making a red plant combined with a green plant combined with a super red plant. You know what I mean? There's all yeah. the stuff that you can do. It's one of the reasons I got into the Fallout games, which while those are brilliant. Yeah, while they're not horror games per se, they do have lots of elements of horror throughout the series, you know. I mean uh, it's very relevant to real life horror. Yeah. Nuclear fallout and stuff. Yeah. Death claws chasing you around. Giant crabs. Cannibals, lots of cannibals in the fall. The usual series. Friday night stuff. Yeah, <laughs> zombies. Yeah, well, they weren't <laughs> zombies. Don't call us zombies, smooth skin. No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, video games are a reflection of, I think, who we are as people. I think we change our taste in video games based on what's going on in our lives, what's going on in society. Yeah. And so, you know, during the 80s, there was a lot of war type games. There still are, right? There's uh, there's always going to be war games. But the games that started to become really popular in the late 80s and where I'm glad to see them still regaining popularity are trying to figure out how to exist in a strange world. Um, you know, and, and Silent Hill is one of those. Yeah. You know, there's, there's other games like that. There's one where... You have to run. Is that the one that I'm thinking of where you have to run to the next light source before the things get you? Oh, I'm not sure what that one is. That's um, 
it's all about the getting to the next light source uh, before the creatures get you. And then there's another one where you have to take pictures of ghosts. And, um, it's just all about figuring out how to make your way through this world that exists like in parallel to yours. Um, dead reckoning is another one where it's all these zombies and stuff, but they're not just regular zombies. They're like dead rising. That's it. Oh my gosh. Oh, dead rising. Yeah. Yes. Um, where it's not just zombies. It's like super zombies, <laughs> like <laughs> a giant 800 pound zombie chasing you down a hallway kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I'll always love Resident Evil 3 for that reason. Stars. Oh, you know? uh, nemesis, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and Resident Evil 2 for that liquor guy that chases you down the hallway and just Oh, Mr. X as well. Oh god. Um, so yeah, I mean thank God for these games because they give you another world to escape to. Uh, you know, a world that you could face, and yes, you might die many times in <laughs> it, you know, like yep. uh Oh, what's the game that's famous for killing you over and over and over? Demon Souls and Dark Souls, you know. Oh, I those games are too hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're too uh, hard for everyone. That's yeah, <laughs> kind of what they're known for. But you know, I love being able to escape to another world and face these creatures that are really just metaphors for the things that I'm facing in my life. You know. Yeah, it's a um, form of escape. For sure, it's escapism at its finest. So where you can't escape with movies always necessarily, there's always the horror video came to escape to. Um, any others that have stood out to you over the years that you're like, oh, yeah, I would play that over and over? Um, I really liked um, Until Dawn, which was where you made your own kind of story, where you're in the mountains, there's, um, there's some, I think there went Wendigos? I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. And you play all the different characters, but you choose how the story goes. You choose what they do. And the ending is all depends on you. And you pick who survives, you pick who dies. Sometimes you you press an option, you messed up, you follow it through. And it's a, such a replay value that you can keep going back to it and finding yes. out different endings <laughs> and trying to get everyone to survive. Or if you're really sick, trying to get everyone to die. Right, <laughs> which <laughs> that you is can a do. Blast of a concept. Um, so we're getting towards the the end of our uh, our initial show, and in every show, I always do something called uh, the scared shit list. You will be scared shitless. Where we talk about what scared us the most, and so can you remember or recall? Maybe if it's not the scariest, then one of the scariest moments that you ever had while playing a game or watching someone play a game. Um, probably the the original Friday the Thirteenth on NES when little Jason pops up. Yeah, music starts. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrifying as as a kid. And it still terrifies me now, hearing that music. Yes, that music is fantastic. I hope somebody could find a way to do like a fan film based on 8-Bit Jason, because oh, even yeah. even the aesthetic, you know, with the light blue and the purple is just so cool. It's <laughs> um, brilliant. For me, I mean, besides the gruesome, I already spoiled mine right at the get-go, but <laughs> um, it would have to be The Walking Dead. And I'm not a huge Walking Dead fan, but The Walking Dead game from Telltale Games... 
just gave me this sense of dread. Like I, it actually did a good enough job of telling a story where I really felt like I was in this world of survival and zombies and other like evil humans trying to survive at the same time. Which is sometimes scarier than the monsters. Absolutely. Uh, I'll never forget. There's this great scene in the second chapter where a redneck comes up on his buddy and he's like, fuck you, man. And he like <laughs> shoots him with a shotgun. And I'm like, that's exactly what would happen in my <laughs> town. So. I think it's also the dread of like, I when I played that game, it was having other people to like rely on me and like their survivals in your hands, and it's quite terrifying. Absolutely. Um, Any time that you know others have to rely on your wits, you know it's so much pressure, and it's like, gosh, what if I don't get it right? <laughs> oh, here's what happens if I don't get it right. You know yeah. that game <laughs> was not shy about showing you how you could screw everything up. So. I didn't shy away at all. Well, um, your uh, your favorite video game of all time, not just horror. Ooh. No, that is a tricky one, but if we're going with not horror, this is definitely not horror, but Kingdom Hearts. I love it. That's It mishmashes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love uh, Final Fantasy is a strong game for me. Many of them, but Kingdom Hearts where it's Disney and it's everything. Yeah, so charming. Everything to warm your heart and to get away from the horror game sometimes. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was Ultima 4, Quest of the Avatar. It was an adventure game <laughs> from 1984. And uh, yeah, I learned more about morality from that game than I did for the Bible. Like it's uh, basically infinity gets broken down into the three great principles of truth, love, and courage which then get broken down into the eight virtues of compassion, honesty, spirituality, humility, etc. It's like even three seconds into me talking about it, you could tell that like they <laughs> really deep. put a lot of thought into this game. And it it's was, a lot thought more thoughtful than Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so. <laughs> nothing wrong with that though, because most of the games I was playing at the time were more like Kingdom Hearts. So yeah. Um, now, how do you spell your name? Um, so C-H-A-R-L-O-T-T-E-N, Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Charlotte Spark, um, I think this went really well. What are your thoughts? I think it went really well. I've enjoyed talking about games. And we didn't even prepare. So that's like, yes, yes. that means that no, no, no if, anything. Yeah. Even if we haven't fully prepared for an episode, we should still be okay. Yeah. Uh, now, normally episodes last up to an hour, um, yeah. but I'm going to cut this one short just because we didn't quite prepare. Um, yeah. But for the next one, uh, you and I will get together and decide what subject to tackle yeah. and go from there. How does that sound? It sounds brilliant to me. All right. Well, Charlotte, thank you so much for joining me today, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you for having me.